And as promised, here he is. Good morning. How are you doing, man? I'm good. It's been a while. It has been a while. It was great having you on last time. Are you in Arizona, Texas, or Minnesota? (laughs) (laughs) I'm in Phoenix as we speak, and then we're getting ready to go on our little uh, spring break Disney cruise on Friday morning. So I got a couple days uh, until we're gone for about a week. So we got a big... uh, Big uh, boat full of people going from school. So we got about 35, 40 people going on a Disney cruise oh. out of uh, Orlando. So that sounds like that sounds like a nightmare. It does. <laughs> I have to say the cruise thing I can kind of handle. Disneyland, Disney World, no. But the cruise, <laughs> I was kind of skeptic myself. But uh, it's actually uh, not a bad deal. Are, are you a patch behind the ear guy or you handle the, the high seas well? <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm okay. I've been uh, I grew up on water, actually, in uh, you know some of the Great Lakes around Michigan. So I got a little bit of uh, uh, sea lakes to me, if you want to call it that. But uh, yeah, those those boats are pretty big. So there's a little bit of rock there, but it's nothing crazy. All right, for a, a new parent like myself, or with a two year old getting older, what is your one hack or tip for Disney World or Disneyland? Not on the cruise. You're just going regular. What's the trick? Um, don't see i'd probably wait till uh maybe five or six that's for sure wait to that uh their potty train you don't have to carry around diapers or a uh, stroller so that's a that, that would be a plus for you so okay. the less crap you gotta carry around probably the better so once they get to four or five you're probably in the clear a little bit did you go to a lot of super bowl festivities I didn't. You know, this place is just crazy in the winter. They got so much stuff going on in Phoenix. We just kind of stay low. We stay away from the Barrett-Jackson, and then they got they had the Super Bowl and the Waste Management. They just got so much stuff. Then they got spring training going on around here. So it's a it's a busy area from probably around uh, right after Thanksgiving until, uh, you know, mid-April. So it's a little bit hectic. And then you got the spring breakers that come in in March. So it's, uh, it's become a pretty busy area so when that happens we just kind of we just hunker down in our little area of town and just uh, wait to the, the the storm to pass did you attend the taylor swift concert <laughs> <laughs> my eight-year-old and wife went so that was uh that was their big deal we're actually going to john mayer tonight so my wife and i are going to john mayer tonight oh. and, but uh, yeah the eight-year-old went to Taylor Swift a few weeks ago, so she uh, she had a big old time. I couldn't imagine. I, I, I couldn't imagine seeing seeing you at a Taylor Swift concert. You had no desire to go. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> Mike Madonna is joining us now. Look, we know you're doing a lot of work with with the Wild, but we saw the awesome moment with you and Jason Robertson after uh, he broke the scoring record. Uh, your thoughts on Jason as a player, as much as you've been able to keep up. And this star season in general, because that's what our Tolos would love to hear you talk about. Yeah, they've been fun to watch, especially Jason. He's been, he's had a tremendous, phenomenal year. You know, those those type of years, uh, you know, uh, come around uh, once in a while. You just feel like everything you throw at the net goes in or someone else puts it in. So you have that uh, – it's just that confidence and momentum. And they've had a pretty, you know, solid, consistent team, obviously. So – um, you know, they're right there in the hunt between Colorado, Minnesota, and Dallas. So it'll be interesting who kind of can pull out of that division. So uh, those two teams, uh, the other two teams have to face each other, unfortunately. So that's going to be a, a tough first-round matchup for anybody. So, But uh, Jason McGrain, I was glad I was at the game. Just happened to be at that game just uh, 
coincidentally. So it just happened that uh, that happened that night. So I was able to pop down and say hi and, and say hi to a few of the other guys and a little bit of the training staff that I haven't seen in forever. So uh, some of those guys are still there when I was there. So it's always nice to see uh, those guys and, and say a quick hi. Oh, so that wasn't all planned out. No, I just happened to go to the game. I was just planning on going to the game and watch it, and then all of a sudden I got some text messages from uh, their PR guy saying, uh, you know, that Jason just broke the record. Are you sticking around after the game? If you can, come by, come down and take a picture if you can and, and say hi. And so, yeah, I'm like, yeah, so that, that worked out. You know, sports evolve, all sports do. How different is, is playoff hockey today than it was, you know, back when you were playing? Um, you know, it's a little bit different. I, I obviously it's just so much, uh, it was so physical back in the day. It was really a lot about intimidation and, 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 you know, being physical and just taking liberties on guys. You, you just really had, you know, kind of the rule book was kind of thrown away and, um, you know, guys could get away with anything out there. So it was, it was really, uh, uh, you know, a battle of wits to see who physically could come out of there. You know, nowadays it's just like, uh, it's a little, it's a little physical, but not as much, you know, it's just a lot of, I mean, the game's changed so much. It's a lot of skating, just, uh, you know, it's a drag match out there, just up and down the ice fast and creative and guys are talented and a lot of skill and everything else. But, you know, as, as those playoffs move on, it, it does get a little, cramped out there and they start defending well and, and uh, you know, not much space is available. So it, it does, it does hunker down as a, as the rounds go on. But I mean, I, I you know, recall those first rounds against Edmonton. They were just like, you know, you, you, you came out of that first round barely, uh, barely alive. Cause it was, uh, it was, it was physical. So, um, but yeah, it's, it's changed a bit, but uh, nonetheless, you still got to win uh, four best of seven series. So it's a, it's a, it's a grind. Do you ever dream or think of what your numbers would look like today's era? <laughs> or without Hitchcock as a coach? Yeah. great. No, don't stop talking. Keep going. We want to hear more about that. What do you really think? No. I tell Hitch he cost me about 300 points. <laughs> This why we would have him back on but, again. But, <laughs> but the flip side is we won, so he always throws that back at me. But he goes, you know, but you won. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I can, yeah. I can uh, I'll give up a few points to win. Yeah, he could have been living, uh, well, he's probably in Scottsdale right yeah, now. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing fine. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he could have been in Sedona. <laughs> What's another air fancy Arizona place, Chop? <laughs> yep. Sedona, Scottsdale, yeah. all good, all good. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. do you still, like, you know, now that you're removed, you know, from your playing days, do you still like have kind of the same like hatred in your heart for like the Avalanche or Edmonton or teams like that? Yeah, yeah, Edmonton is just a real sour spot. I mean, that just was those were some great uh some great playoffs and and uh you know, working with Billy Garrett in Minnesota, we just we recollect about those those series back in the day. Those were just uh amazing. San Jose, another team that we played an awful lot of that you just had a, a, a bad taste in your mouth against, uh, you know, the Avs, those those two-year back-to-backs in 99-2000, those Game 7 series against those guys were phenomenal. So, um, yeah, those 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 handful of teams are still they're, – they're still back there in the subconscious, and you just think about when playoffs come around, how much, uh, how much fun they were to play against those guys. But uh, it, was, uh, it, was, it was tough and physical, but – yeah, they they bring back some great memories when you see those jerseys on the ice. 
Look, man, people are sitting here test, texting us and tweeting us right now. Why Why are we talking about the Minnesota Wild with Mike Madonna? Where, where's Mike Madonna way uh, when we're sitting there going to the double AC? Uh, did you, we, get, we get in the street? Oh, well, why, why are we talking about the yeah. Wild with you instead of Statue. the Stars? Well, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, dead end streets or courts down there. They could probably <laughs> throw a name on or something. <laughs> Call the sack, the Madonna cul de sac. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They gave Dirk the big uh, the big long stretch from uh, what is it, Oakland to 35. You know, yeah. he got the big long road. So he's uh, <laughs> sure there's a little yeah, like you said. I think I'm sure there's a little short cul de sac off McKinney or something they could do. <laughs> oh, you're still familiar with the streets. How often do you come back here? Uh, God, it's just, it's pretty random, you know, just things pop up. I come back in town for, and, and just, it's, it's never really, uh, scheduled out. It's just something that pops up random. I just, uh, I'm, I'm usually in and out, but you know, uh, I'll be in there for four or five days after this, uh, Disney cruise for the, for the golf. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Mike Madonna joining us on the diamond factory hotline here on one Oh five, three, the fan. Have you ever been to Augusta? I have. Tom Hicks took me as a little retirement present after my playing days, and we went out there for a couple of days and, and got to play myself, uh, Bill Musselman, and, uh, and Brett Hall. So the four of us went out there for a couple of days, and it was, uh, it was amazing. Uh, it was uh, amazing to witness in person just uh, how much that uh, – how hilly that place mm-hmm. is. It really – you know, TV doesn't do it justice, but it was uh, just to set up the whole – or of it driving down Magnolia Lane. I mean, it was just uh, a great experience. Is that by far the best course you ever played? It's got to be right up there. You know, there's there's always a handful out in uh, in Long Island. You know, Shinnecock and um, you know Wingfoot, those places out there, um, Sleepy Hollow, and then you know you, you always love Carmel and Pebble Beach. But you know, God, it's it's, it's got to be right up there in the the top five places I played for sure. So you guys got a star-studded list. We had on Smoltz. We know he's a beast. Uh, we hear that your wife is also a fantastic golfer. Uh, you got Emmett. You can have Romo. Who, who have you kind of gotten close with through these events, like either through trash talk or just they're good, good dudes or, or good, good ladies? Who have you kind of bonded with through, through these awesome golf events? Oh God, it's been it's been going on since God. We've been doing them since probably the late nineties, early uh, mid nineties, after we moved to Dallas, they started having some of these things, but you know, yeah. Uh, you know, Pudge was always there for a long time. Emmett, uh, even Smoltz, Greg Maddox, Tommy Glavin, uh, Jack Wagner, the old uh, Melrose place guy's been there forever. Um, <laughs> we don't know what that is. You know, we don't know that show. John Elway. Yeah. It was a long time ago. So John <laughs> Elway, uh, you know, great guys. So you always reminisce when you see them and everybody has their own little, uh, obviously profession and jobs are doing, but when you get together you know, everybody seems to, uh, you know, pick up where they left off the year before and, you know, just BS and catching up. So, um, but yeah, I've seen, uh, obviously seen Tony last few, few years. So it's, uh, it gets pretty intense. Guys are really into it and get excited about the golf and, you know, it's their one last little release that they have from being in professional sports. So, you know, some take it a little bit more serious than others. How often are you playing a month out there? Uh, well, you, you don't really have a weather issue out here, so you can <laughs> always get out whenever. So you, you, you kind of, uh, you know, it's always maybe once or twice a week here and there, just uh, 
get out when all those kids are in school. I have a few hour break there before, uh, you know, the craziness afterwards. So I get, I get a little breathing room there that gets to get out and play a few holes and hit some balls and, you know, enjoy the sun. People try to rope you into a big money game. Uh, not too much, not too much. Uh, you know, those, they, they're, they're, they're nine to five or so I, I get the, I get the, you know, the, the retirement crew. So they don't really want to play too much uh, big money. <laughs> Ludwig does a podcast here with the station. Any, uh, any, any Lud stories that we can relate to them? Oh man, it's nothing that you guys don't know already know. There's, you know, everything about Luds is, uh, is, is out there. So, I mean, he was, he was, uh, he was quite the competitor. I mean, man, he could, uh, goes hard, plays hard, you know, he does everything uh, full speed. So he was, uh, he was one of those, uh, the ones they broke the mold after. There's not too many guys like that, that were in the game at, uh, at that particular time, but, uh, certainly he was, uh, he was a gamer. Mike Madonna here on the fan. How would a, uh, some, some of the players have talked about this. How would a hockey version of the world baseball classic look? Would you be in favor of that? How do you think that would work? Um, you know, I, I, it's hard to say because we've done the World Cup thing before, and you know they've they've uh, they've kind of they, they pulled the Olympics together. But the World Cup thing there was a lot of fun in the late '90s and early 2000s. It was it was a great uh, it was a great deal. But I, you know I, I don't know it's 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 just so much hockey. The seasons are so long, and you know teams and or, organizations get a little skeptic of guys playing extracurricular hockey for injuries and everything else that uh, comes into play. But uh, it's always nice to be able to represent your country and, and, and have some fun with some guys that are around your, uh, from your uh, area of the country. So um, they were always great experiences I had. Good. Would it be good to get back in the Olympics? Um, you know, it's always tough to say. It, 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 it's hit or miss. You know, when the Olympics are in North America, it's great because you're not – having to deal with a big time change, but you know, it's, it's Japan and China and places over on the other side of the world. It's, it's really tough as far as TV uh, comes for fans and stuff. So you get a little tape delay, you don't really see things in prime time, but you know, when they're over here, like Salt Lake, Vancouver, um, you know, Calgary, they were just all, you know, amazing venues and spots. And, you know, it's, it's looking like maybe uh, Salt Lake city might get it again. So when it's over here, it's, it's great. People can, you know, watch everything yeah. real time and it's it's a little bit different uh uh you know viewing on tv robertson uh, matthews in toronto a adam fox uh you guys got one there in minnesota uh that's pretty daggone good H how exciting is, is usa born hockey right now how what do you think the status is of it uh you know it's probably the you know probably been the highest it's been in you know good 20 years i think you have just some tremendous young talent that are just coming out of you know every little corner of the country now that uh, the game's gotten so popular around the nation so um yeah you just do you have guys just coming up that are just uh breaking the trend and, and really adding a lot to the game you know it's just uh great to see i think uh you know they're they're really up there with you know you know canada russia those type of, you know sweden those type of nations that uh you know uh, you know you put a all-star team together or a national team together they'll be i'm sure they could compete and probably win it so you know there's 
tons of talent, fun to watch, and you know a lot of upside for those guys. All right, we'll let you pack for the cruise. Uh, enjoy, jo- <laughs> enjoy John Mayer tonight. Uh, have a great trip back here for the golf, and, uh, and and let's not be a stranger. It's like once every couple years, but you're always delivering radio gold. So thank you, Mike Madonna. We appreciate it. You got it. Maybe we'll visit during the first round of playoffs, something like that. Yeah, why not? There yeah. you go. We'll get you the cul-de-sac. We'll get you that. Thanks, Mike. I love the joking around by Mike Madonna with the street name. I love telling the story behind the scenes, what happened with the Robertson picture. Uh, so that's really, really cool of Mike Madonna to jump on 105.3 The Fan. That's going to do it for another edition of Spits and Suds. I'm Gavin Spittle of 105.3 The Fan. Hey, everyone, thank you for making a record month in March for Spits and Suds. So like us, spread the word, local hockey talk. As we ramp up, we'll do more shows. As the playoffs draw near, this is an exciting time as a Dallas Stars fan, and we're so glad we're that you are joining us for this ride. Have a great day, everyone.